Hey. We we were not just rambling about things getting off track of time and uh, forgot that we were actually playing a game. That did not happen. Hey, everybody. Happy to have you here. Um, death to the commoner with 9 HP. Um, I wrote that in the chat because Cranky was hyped for all the death and the only people that die in this game are commoners with 9 HP. So there we are. Sometimes we kill them twice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bring them back just to eliminate them again. Anyway, hey everybody, this is Curse Strahd. It's been two weeks. We're back again with uh, with another installment. This is going to be session 21. We're off to see the wizard because uh, they are trying to make it to the Wizard of Wines. We'll see if we can get there. Um, first of all, let's go through some sponsors, get through that, and then we'll uh, go through the recap. Featherfall is sponsored by Found Familiar Coffee. You can see that link down below. You can click that link. You can get yourself a 10% discount by using code FEATHERFALL at checkout. Uh, Skull Splitter Dice is right down there as well. You can use that link to get a 10% discount using code FEATHERFALL at checkout. Get your coffee and your dice with a few clicks of a few buttons. Uh, so do it. Yeah, that that command didn't work there. I don't know Probably what spelled it wrong. Yeah, I always spell familiar wrong. I don't know what's up. Like my, I know how to spell it. My fingers just don't want to move there. But anyway, those are the two uh, uh, channel sponsors, and we thank them so much for uh, being with us and helping us out and uh, and us helping them out. Uh, secondly, thirdly, I don't know where we're at number-wise, but uh, Roll20 is also, we are in their spotlight program for this playthrough of Curse of Strahd. Roll20.net, this is how we roll. They are over, I imagine they're over 5 million subscribers to their um, digital tabletop uh, check them out. I was going to do some research to see if they had Tasha's already in there, just because that's kind of, you know, taken. That's the new hot topic right now, but I didn't even look. I'm sorry. It's probably in there. And if it's not, it will be soon. You can get Tasha's on there. Um, you know, I wish I was a better host. I really do. They do have Tasha's. Okay, thank you for the correction. So check them out. Roll20.net. <laughs> this is how we roll. Um, you know, if I wasn't mediocre, what would I be? Anyways, session 20 saw us in a another one of those sessions. They happen, it happens every now and then where we have these sessions that are just, let's just do combat. And that was one of them with uh, Strahd making his appearance. Um, a little angry with some of the actions that had been taking place in his domain. Uh, decided to meet you at the crossroads. That's my y'all. <laughs> um, so met you, trying to figure you out a little bit more. You got to figure him out a little bit. Um, I'd say you guys had the upper hand for a while. They ended up retreating. Not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. I think we killed all his dogs. Or at least uh, yeah, all his dogs that were definitely, there. Definitely, yeah, the dire wolves. Yeah. Um, and then they went away. And that was it. And then you made your way further west through Barovia to try to get to these Wizard of Wines because that is where your last token uh from madam eva her reading her fortune uh has sent you and you're you're almost there you are almost there move that over there real quick um you are one intersection away you remember the directions from velaki it was like four intersections you'll take the, the one right before the bridge and you're going to take a left 
and you're almost there. We left off just at the end of combat. So you're kind of at this, at the, this crossroads, um, kind of, you know, dealing with wounds, dealing with uh, kind of cleanup. As you see, you saw <laughs> Strahd grab his, his partner and fly off in his, um, his black and flaming steed, was able to uh, fly, like boost into the air and fly away and get away that way. And you see them, they are far in the distance now, uh, disappearing. And you are all sitting around. And that's where I think uh, we can pick up. Um, I think it's creepy yeah. when people date someone who looks a lot like them. <laughs> is that in character or is that? <laughs> no, that was just me. But <laughs> <laughs> There was a brief moment where my head was like, how to respond. <laughs> um, I personally would like to take 10 minutes and sit cross-legged on the ground okay. and cast my prayer of healing. Um, okay. And I will insist that people get as close to me as possible if they would like the benefits of it. Uh, yeah, I think Bull's going to come out of the polymorph and kind of uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> go sit over there next to Mirna, crisscross applesauce and okay. get some of that healing. Um, I'm looking. Okay, I'm looking up Cass's just to, because Ray's not with us tonight. Um, he was pretty beat up. Yeah, he's at 39 uh, hit points, and if you know anything about Cass's, he has a lot of hit points. Yeah, he's bad. down to 39. So. The fact that he's at 39 and my max is 45. <laughs> uh, so how much healing is that, uh, Mirna? Uh, well, I'm actually going to cast it at third level and get an extra D4 for 18 points nice. for every creature within 30 feet of me. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Cass would definitely uh, come in and get him from that healing. 18 points. That would be... I need to be healed. <laughs> yeah. You took uh, you took a couple blights, I remember. I took a lot. Um, yeah, <laughs> and I wasn't were... even full when we started. You were getting guess... a brunt of the damage. Mm-hmm. Can Bull will look over to Mana and say, oh, "Thank you very much," and he'll give you Bardic Inspiration, and you can Ooh. add a D8 to heal yourself a little more. Ooh. That's uh, a new thing. Nice. Thank you. Um, are we? Ta- oh, are... excellent! Because that's another seven points for me. Ooh. Are you wanting to take like an official short yeah. rest? Like if if that one spell you cast, you know, was a ten minute ritual. Um, we can turn you can turn that into a short rest with a few more minutes if you would all like and be able to roll hit dice gain back any um stuff you get with the short rest i mean seeing as i get all my stuff back with a short rest i'm i'm always as a warlock excited to take a short rest i was gonna say the warlock is always gonna pull for the short rest okay yeah might as well take one yep i guess while we're doing that short rest like uh <clears throat> um, Tack, do we want to talk about why you just volunteered to walk off with Strahd? Seems the most expedient uh, resolution to the situation. But death? Why do you think it would kill me? 
not even who he was looking for. But he doesn't know that yet. Well, I think once he found out, it would not bode well for you. Yeah. How long would it take him to figure it out? Good question, though. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming he's got some way of telling. I mean, I'm pretty sure I could have escaped by then. How? I have my ways. Fair enough. Nothing too personal, but he does tend to get in folks' minds. And if I do have to use that at some point in the future, I'd rather as few people know about it as possible. And I'll look pointedly at Cass. Yeah, that's a good idea. I've got lots of uh, secret things, too, that I don't. <laughs> I should probably keep to myself. Uh, Cass would say, like what? Well, if I told you, it wouldn't be a secret, Cass. That's true. Do you really think that secret's a smart wipe now? I mean, you do bring up a good point. Secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. I mean, I just watched Cass try and kill Bull while he was a gorilla. <laughs> think, think I'm good. I think I'm, I'm happy knowing what I can do to get myself out of a sticky situation and not letting anybody know until it's necessary. Needless to say, I will let you know it'll get me out of a sticky situation. It won't get anyone else out of a sticky situation. That's why I didn't offer for all of us to go with Strahd. See, in Zahrite, there's an important distinction. This is true. I can get one person out of a sticky situation, be it myself or somebody else. Avi, can you get anybody out of a sticky situation? <laughs> He's done it before. He teleports us all the time. I mean, yeah, I definitely can. But we weren't in a sticky situation. I mean, we handled that pretty handily. Did we, though? <laughs> I And I'll look around. Well, I, I mean, you, you I didn't mean, get hit and I didn't get hit, but everyone else here looks uh, like they were pretty close to dead. Okay, not that close. True. Or it wasn't that close. <laughs> yeah, he, was sorry. A, he was a giant monkey. I think he's okay. Yeah, and more to that. Sorry, Cass. I... You know, I thought you'd snap out after the first hit there. Unfortunately, I couldn't. Um, I've never quite felt that way before. And I apologize for uh, 
taking it out on you, Bull. That's okay. I know what love at first sight feels like. <laughs> ah, it was... <laughs> You're not saying that I was in love with you, were you? I mean, you brought it up. <laughs> now, to be fair, I had very little control over everything that was going on, so anything I said or did during that time, I, I think can be disregarded as true feelings. Yeah, and what... <laughs> Exactly, was that like? Uh, is that gonna happen again to somebody else? To you? Well, it it very well could. I'm not not quite sure uh, what it was. Um, but like I said, never felt it before, and I hope not to feel it again. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think his true feelings are that he just dislikes you. If I were to be the the, the quiet observer. But should we push on? I mean, Mirna, are you sufficient rest? Yes, I'm fine to move on. Could say hello to you, no? Yes. Let's get this uh let's get this over with. Um uh Ismark finished cleaning up his uh his long sword. I uh I hope that I have proven myself a little bit to all of you. I know there were times where I maybe wasn't seen or heard on the battlefield, but hopefully I, I am starting to earn some of your good graces. And I hope to this encounter was one of them. I mean, you kind of killed one wolf at the end of the fight. I don't know if you got a little bit more to to go. All right. Anyone that wants to put themselves between me and an opponent <laughs> is fine in my book. All right. Uh, noted, Bull. I, I will try a little harder next time. And uh, yes, uh, attack. I will continue putting myself between you and harm's way. But I am, uh, I am ready to keep moving if we are running out of uh, daylight at this point. And just a reminder, it is like 7-ish in the p.m. Um, you do still have a little bit of travel that you know of to get to where you need to be. If you are, in fact, trying to make it tonight. Yeah, let's, let's get on with it. Down. Okay. Uh, you continue down uh, that main thoroughfare I will reveal a little bit more here uh, in about an hour you get to a um, that bridge and right before the bridge to the left heading uh, kind of southeast is a breakaway um, <clears throat> did I close it I did why you do this <laughs> I know I you can only have my brain can only handle so many. Oh, I didn't close it. It's right there. Uh, so many tabs open. 
And if you know anything about, you know, uh, Roll20 modules, you can get a lot of tabs real quick. But anyways, you do see a, uh, a bridge, a crossroads here. There is a weather-worn signpost next to the road. Uh, three arms pointing in directions along the three branches. Uh, one pointing north reads Krezik, K-R-E-Z-K. And through the woods, you can see an arching stone bridge spanning over the river. That's the north ahead of you. The arm pointing east, the way that you are coming from, reads Velaki. <clears throat> And then one pointing west, southwest, reads the Wizard of Wines and slopes gently downward, kind of in that direction, losing some elevation. You can see it kind of moving southwest. I guess that's the way we're going. <laughs> uh, continuing? Is that the way? Yeah. It is yeah. the way. Okay, after about another uh, half hour, 45 minutes, you get to where the road totally uh, turns into less of a, a road and more of a trail. Uh, it goes from being, you know, <laughs> maintained by the Barovian Department of Transportation and into more of a trail. <laughs> no, nice. there's not such a thing. But um, it does Need get up. a little more like the, the trees kind of hug the uh, trail a little bit more. It's more like domed over the top and it's more like you're settling into the woods a little bit more and leaving that, the wide open uh, main thoroughfare um, known as old Savalich road. Uh, continuing on you. Uh, yeah, I'll just, we'll just get you, get you to that point. <clears throat> Enough messing around. You get to this point where where those woods and that tunnel you are in kind of opens up into this uh, field of of sprawling vineyards, and you can see a building off uh, in the uh, in the direction in a direction. I'll reveal this whole meadow for you. <clears throat> Sorry, but you see it kind of opens up. You see some uh, vineyards. Um. There's a light drizzle that's beginning to fall now, and you can see some of the uh, midnight fog starting to roll in and kind of ghost its way in and out of these vineyard, these rows of vines and, um, <clears throat> and the posts that separate them and the fence and kind of like weaves its way in and out. Here and there, you can see rope-handled half barrels used for what would be hauling grapes uh, north of the trail is a large stand of trees. You can see it kind of separated a little bit. <clears throat> Uh, does it look like this anybody is like working the fields or slash lives here right now? Because I know they said they weren't getting wine, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me a perception check. Anyone else that wants to um, take a look can as well. I should probably get my dice out. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm not At least you remember them. Half the time, my partner forgets to bring the <laughs> dice to the table. So, I mean... <laughs> To 24. Oh. 22. Yeah, perception. At this point, it's about 8 p.m. Um, relatively dark. So if you don't have dark vision, it is kind of obscured. Um, no disadvantage on your rolls, but that fog is now starting to get thicker and kind of, uh, you know, it's like a good two, two to three feet up uh, from the ground up, kind of uh, from your kneecaps down almost. <clears throat> 
So we had a 22, a 21. That might have a 24. 24. Like dark field me. Seven. <laughs> Seven. Uh, attack, did you roll? I did not. Okay. I'm not, um, I'm not trained in perception, so... <laughs> Uh, Avi and Bold, you see over by that, that patch of trees that's kind of separated. You see a man, just the outline of him, wearing this, this dark cloak and this, this big cowl that comes up over and, and kind of like covers most of his face. And as you your, both of your heads turn over there, you hear a... You hear it whistle at you. And you see him kind of beckon you. You see him as you are as you are waving and making noise. He's like, you know, I'll drop down to the ground and start calling. And he again he beckons you over like a little more like quicker. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'll start walking in his general direction. Is like I'm crawling. I see cats. Uh, <laughs> I'll stand up. Both Avi and Bull, as you start to move that way, you do see in the vineyard and up by the building, you see some uh, figures kind of moving around, some shaded, shadowy figures. It, it's dark at this point, so you can't really like get a clear uh, eye on them, but you do see some moving figures. In the house? Or... Uh, kind of strewn, strewn about in, in the field and around the house. Probably just scarecrows. They are moving. Moving scarecrows. Mechanized. Yeah, I guess do we trust the creepy guy beckoning <laughs> us or walk through the vineyards? I mean, when has an edgelord steered us wrong? I'm going to draw my Warhammer just to be safe. As you guys are contemplating again, you hear that one more time. I'll I'll continue walking to him. Okay. Everybody else following? Yep. All right. Can I point to him and whisper a message to the to the man? Yeah, yeah. Looks like, hey, uh, who are you, and why should we just walk over to you all willy nilly? You're coming up on my vineyard. Just want to talk to you before you get there. All right, he's got a strange voice, but apparently he owns this place. Oh, so you are telling me we are actually going to meet the owner of the vineyard? Perfect. (laughs) And as you are moving closer, show to everyone, you see this man kind of hunched over, leaning on a uh, very intricately carved walking stick. Hooded. As you get closer, you see it's not an actual black uh, cloak that he was wearing. It's rather uh, this nice kind of jade green. 
as you get in closer. And as you get even closer to him, you do see outlines of figures behind him, all staring behind him. Standing behind him, not staring. <clears throat> come in, come. Get out of the open. Isn't... Okay. You shouldn't <laughs> ask questions, come. I'll follow. And yeah, as you, you step into the, the, the shadows of these, this grouping of trees, you see uh, a couple other people, <clears throat> handful of them, uh, kind of a couple younger, a handful, uh, one, they're like four younger, very small children kind of um, at the, uh, the leg and hips of, of one of the women that are in there. You see... Uh, two other group together kind of uh, embracing each other. And then there are a couple other strewn about. Tex wears under his breath a little bit. They're all wearing the same kind of cloak, the cowl on their head. Different colors. What brings you to the winery? Well, besides your excellent vintage, uh, it is my understanding you have some things that we need. Hmm. Well, we're... I don't know what that might be other than wine. Uh, that son of mine, Irwin, send you. You may remember Irwin is the... Uh, the bartender, the head of the uh, Blue Blue Water Inn in Velaki. And if we remember in the Wayback Machine, you remember him saying something about being out of wine. Uh, there was that yeah. quest <laughs> that was thrown your way. They, uh, I think that we, we all didn't declined. Um, so uh, he no. didn't officially send you, but... No. He was very... He complained a lot about not having any wine, but this is not why we are here. We are not here on his behalf. <laughs> I heard that one. <laughs> She's getting very loud, so I'm trying my best to mute. Um, Boston's man, gotta love fine, him. That's fine, that's um, fine. Well, if he didn't send you, what brings you all the way out here? You said you need something. Visiting relatives on the other side. Your your relatives are on the other side. There is nothing on the other side. Does it just end past your place? Mm. Kind of goes into deep woods for a while. Yeah, they're they're from the deep woods. Well, that's like miles and miles. Okay. Well, then I I would suggest you go around. What if we wanted to? Well, we were just checking out your wine. I mean, we've heard such great things. It is good, but like I said, we've been displaced. What, what do you mean? I mean, the reason production has stopped is 
it's been overrun. And you look, he, he you can tell he's kind of uh, saddened by that statement and almost um, like a little insecure. He let his you know winery go, or it got taken from him, and he's up. He's kind of upset about it. You can. Well, we're pretty. We're. I'll be honest. We're pretty good at rooting out evil. Um, we've we've made our way all the way across your lovely you know land around here. That is and a we, feat. Sometimes. Yeah, we've we've killed our fair share of evil doers. One might say. What would y'all be up for? (laughs) Would y'all be up for another round? What you what you got infesting over there? There's a handful of druids in there making uh, stick people. Are they also making more wine? Because it seems like druids would be pretty good at that. I would imagine they drank all the reserves we've had, but to make the wine, sir, is a uh, is a skill, is a profession that is not just easily stumbled upon. I don't know if you know this, but we're pretty good. I mean, sticks don't really stand a chance against this group. I'd uh, also say it's more of an art form, really. Is there is there sticks on the ground? Because I'll shoot a firebolt at yeah. one of them. <laughs> See, the, the problem, Avi, with, with that method um, is we probably don't want to set the vineyard on fire. Otherwise, it doesn't really matter if it's infested or not if we burn all the man's vines down. That would be appreciated. I mean, yeah, that's true, but... The idea is I make it back in there and we continue our family production. And at that point, he he turns and he goes to the... uh, There's a little small fire, cooking fire, that is going off there. He pulls his teapot off. Takes He's got a little tiny tin cup. Pours himself a glass. Begins to slowly sip. No... Why is it they just let you live on the outskirts if you've been ousted? Well, I don't think they know we're here. We've been waiting for people to come, somebody to come. We could get a message out. But we can't turn our back on the winery. How many people are in this group? <laughs> there are um, there are five adults that are kind of circled around, and then there are um, two young boys and uh, two um, younger girls that are kind of huddled about around one. Are of the, all the, the adults older women? No, there's so there's the old man you're talking to. There okay. are one, two, three more men, four more men, and one woman. There's only the one, the one mom who's got the, the four children around her. One of them is a a fairly young um, baby, like wrapped in a in a swaddle in her arms. 
Seems to reason that with three young strapping men, you could have got some sort of message to town instead of just hanging out like Nelderwell. <laughs> that is... That is true. But we are actually expecting a uh, a wagon from Velaki. Erwin was supposed to send one, but like Erwin does, he probably forgot. So we were holding out for that wagon before we made any further call. Well, um, I mean, how many are there of these stick people? Mm, there's a handful. 20, 30. Probably more by now. Every chance they get, they pop up. Um, to be clear, this is something that can wait until the morning, yes? I mean, the sooner the better, but... I imagine you're tired from walking all day. Between the walking and the other things that we have run into on the trip, and uh, also I have learned it is not good to be out and about in the middle of the night in this uh, country. Oh, I'm fully well aware of that. So how long have you been ousted from your... House and lands? Like three or four days. Something and like all that. wine production stopped? Yeah. I mean, we have no access to our building. To the grapes themselves. You happen to have like a wine cellar that leads into the house that we, you know, maneuver through sight unseen. There's a back door that'll bring you in. Maybe give you the jump. Would we know if? These are like the same sticks that we fought like day one. Yeah, I think he'd be pretty like sure of that. Like some sort of construct. I mean, even after he said, you know, there are druids over there. They were crafting, raising. But we have a, a good idea. What yeah. you might be dealing with. Well, I say we uh, have some rest and then jump at it right in the morning, right? Can you all stay quiet? I don't need to sleep, but I'd like to do a little reconnaissance myself. I mean, you're more than welcome to stay with us here, but you gotta be quiet. Otherwise, you might want to head to the outer woods up north. 
I'm going to look at Bull and Avi. <laughs> Get me? Yeah, I'm I'll ready. Look, to, I'll, look at, I'll look at Bull. I'm ready to do my trance thing, but before I do that, uh, um, Tack, you want to be invisible? I was just going to make it dark. Oh, I can just make you invisible if you want to go creep around. That's fine, too. Sure. Either is good. I'll He'll take invisibility. That's that's better than darkness. I'll walk up and uh, touch you on the shoulder, and you're invisible for an hour. Nice. Uh, yeah, I kind of want to... I don't know, Tack, I don't think you have any way to communicate uh, like telepathically or message or anything. I I point at Avi and say, yes. Do you? Out of character, I, I guess I don't remember, to be honest. How? Yes, I've, I've made extensive use of it. <laughs> have you? Man, I'm I think I got the, the Burgermeister's <laughs> wife to yeah. leave the house. Oh, that's yeah. yes, that's right. Sorry, just not on um, you. <laughs> I've 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 messaged Bull on several occasions when he's off being Bull. <laughs> that is true. I forgot about that. Um, I was gonna say I I could I could wild shape into like a bird and just try and get an aerial view because I do have upgraded wild shape. Oh yeah, we were gonna talk about that. Maybe we'll save it for the end. We'll talk about Tasha's kind of upgrades. Well, mine are just... Yeah, we'll, we'll save it for the end, if we have time. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, seeing as this spell only lasts for an hour, I'm not going to waste it. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm going to move as quickly and as quietly as I can towards uh, this barn okay. facility. Um, I'm trying to keep... I have... Uh, devil sight, so I can see in the dark um, out to 120. It might even be 300. It's something and I'll, I'll wild shape above tack okay. into just like a hawk or oh, something. Oh, yeah, it's 120. Um, so okay. normal magic or non magical out to, right. or magical or non magical darkness out to 120 feet. I see normally, so I don't even have the infravision problems where I can't see colors. It's just like daylight. Perfect. Uh, give me a stealth check. Both tack and, I mean, Avi, if you're a bird. Do you get advantage for being that invisible? bird's flying weird. Uh, <laughs> you should it. have advantage, yeah. Advantage for me. Um, and then, Mirna, Bull, what are, what are you two doing while they're doing this? Um, I probably will just keep an eye out and make okay. sure that tack makes it back okay, okay before I go to sleep. So okay. for now, I'm keeping watch. Yeah. Okay. I'm not trying to be super stealthy, but I got a 10. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, um, but I do have perception on all, or advantage on all perception checks. Okay. Uh, with advantage on my roll, I got a 16. Okay. Uh, uh, Bull would be breaking out his rations. If these guys have been here for a couple of days, he's got five, so he'll, like, you know. Give him some meat pies. Like, hand one to Mirna, and then one to himself, and then he's got three to... Okay. Right out to the kids, I guess. Yeah, you see some of the kids like eyeball them immediately. And they kind of, and they look up at mom. And then mom looks at you. Are those for anyone who needs them? 
yeah, I got a three extra. If, you know, dig in. Yeah, three uh, three of the the kids. She kind of like ushers them forward a little bit, like go go ahead, and uh, they partake a little bit and grab a little piece, and then run right back to their mom. Um, most everyone is just kind of settled, but you see, um, the older man, Avi, as you, as you go into bird form, he asks who, whoever left that, that's interesting. He's not a, uh, how can he do that? I mean, he's not with them, if that's what you're asking. We are all magic out the ass here. <laughs> Straight out. <laughs> um, that's, that's interesting. And after he says that, he bamps into a raven and flies up through an opening in the trees. What? And Look at this motherfucker. <laughs> Avi, as you're, you're up there kind of what kind of bird are you? Did you say? Uh, hawk. Yeah, hawk. Yeah, yeah. Um, of the Ethan variety. Ethan, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you see, you see, yeah, the good Ethan Hawk or Gattaca, yeah. one of them. Um, you see this raven come like shooting up and comes up and immediately eyeballs you and starts making its way over to you and just it's kind of doing a lot of the soaring. And then flap every now and then. Did I see him do this? Because no. I kind of want to attack it out of the sky now. <laughs> you did not. I'm just you, I, I believe you would have been gone as he had that brief conversation afterwards. Uh, he's just, he's staying like on your six. You know, like like dog fighters would. You know, because we're, okay. yeah. So he's kind of around you. Um, this other Dude. lone raven. Um, Tack. As you are making, are you making your way towards the house? Is that what you said? Yeah, and I'm trying to stay as far away from anyone that I might see okay. as possible. I just want to actually get to the side of the building, if at all possible. Okay. Yeah, you see, you do see like silhouettes of figures out there. Uh, nobody's within your 120 uh, feet range yet, but you do see uh, figures out there. And, and the closer you get, the more figures you see, and they're just kind of like stationed all throughout the 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 vineyard itself they are moving around and and just not with any sort of like reason they're just kind of out there and populated everywhere um and situated in the middle of that vineyard uh the winery is an old two-story stone building with you can see multiple entrances some side front told you about a back door and you are you're approaching the front of it okay um, a um, thick, thick ivory kind of covering all the walls around it, iron fencing along its roof line. Uh, you do see a loading dock on the ground floor to the, uh, if, if you're facing it from the north, looking south, it would be to your left on the right side of the map. There's a wooden stable that seems to be of newer construction uh, attached to the east side. How, um, silly question here, but how, what are the, the dimensions of the main house, um, feet wise, roughly? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, give me a give me a perception check. Before I give you too much, you know. That is a sixteen with no modifier. Oh, I don't nice. have one. Nice. <laughs> uh, um, you can. It's it's a pretty big establishment. Um, two floors, like I said. Uh, it looks to be about a hundred feet wide. You can't really tell how deep it goes, but about 100 feet wide, uh, that, that face of it in front of you. Um, I'm going to use Ghost Sight. Go ahead and mark you. Ghostly Gaze, I'm sorry. Uh, once per short rest as an action, I gain the ability to see through solid objects with dark oh. vision to a range of 30 feet for a minute. Okay. Um, I am just trying to get a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try if I can. Uh, if there aren't too many individuals in this vicinity, basically I just want to walk the front of the building um, with my minute, looking thirty feet in to see if I can get a count of bodies. I will okay. also look up too because theory I should be able to see through the floor okay. up there to see if there's anything on the second floor at least within thirty feet of the front of the house. Okay, um, Avi, give me a perception check as you are circling up above now. And then we'll come back to attack. Uh, 19. 19. Um, when you... Wild Shape versus Polymorph, you keep your, like, statistics, right? Like, your intelligence, your... Versus uh, Polymorph, you go to whatever the animal is. Yeah, I believe okay. so. Uh, but uh, I, I did just take the Hawk's Perception, so it's a 21 okay. if it's mine. Yeah. No, you're good. Uh, you see, like from this aerial view top down looking through the vineyard you see like 50 of these kind of shambling figures that are just moving throughout kind of all around um going back to tack your stealth check was good but as you get closer to and kind of scanning is it like infrared vision, or you just see through the walls and see what's behind the wall? It's basically like X-ray vision. I can I can see through solid Dude. objects, so it's yeah. I mean, nice man. All right. I only get it for a minute, so sixty seconds to see what oh, I okay, can so see. Okay, so quick. Okay. Yeah. Um, you see, uh, as you scan to the stables, you do see that there are two horses in there. Um, the first floor, you don't see anything any other like moving figures. You see a lot of barrels uh, in the back room. You see uh, some big vats. Um, you see a couple stairwells going up, both one in the middle going up. And then you, there are some uh, circular staircases in the back corners. And now that you're close enough, you see that this building is about 50 feet deep. As you look up and through the floorboards uh, and the, the walls of this uh, building, you see a couple figures upstairs, and they are humanoid. You see so two two. Fig two figures that are humanoid shape, but carry that kind of uh, viney construction that you know. If you remember your entrance into Barovia, that have that make. Okay. So two humanoids and two viney-looking uh, things, or or am I only seeing the viney-looking thing? No, you see three humanoids. 
Okay, three humanoids. Sorry. And then and two, two bigger. Yeah, so five total. Okay. Um, and with that, I'm going to slink my way back to okay. camp. Yeah, and that, that vision, kind of your x-ray vision falls away. Yep. Uh, go, going back to the uh, the trees, the tree line. Avi, what are you doing as that's, as, I mean, you can't see him, so. No. Um, I don't know, just see what I can get from up top, and then I'll kind of head back. Yeah, you to... see just those figures, 50 of them, just kind of moving in and out in no real order or pattern, just kind of about. No humanoids or anything? Uh, no humanoids. Okay. Well, I mean, they're all humanoid shaped, but no, like, humans or... Okay. Yeah. And then uh, are, you, are you heading back after a certain certain point? Yeah. After okay. I get the idea of what's up there, I'll just head back. Okay. Uh, Tack, you make it back. And uh, I... Avi, as you come back down in and into that tree line, almost trying to catch up with you is that raven that was up circling around you comes in, lands on a little tree stump seat. And bounce back into that old man. Oh. Um, before we get to that, Bull and Myrna, anything going on while they were gone? Or were you just kind of on lookout? I'm just on lookout. Okay. Unless Bull has any moral quandaries he needs <laughs> to discuss. Uh, well, I think, you know, he'd probably be helping you with lookout. And then maybe just distracting you. And then I don't know. <laughs> helping. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Helping. <laughs> okay. So if no big conversations take place, uh, Tack, you come back. Avi, you come back. Um, old man comes back. And uh, Avi, do you, do you snap back into human form or you do you stay as the hawk for a while yeah as soon as i land i'll okay hop into human form and he'll he'll vamp after you you can see him like kind of chuckling a little bit <laughs> so you said Neat. druids did this yeah druids took to over be fair the only druids that i know are, are the only ones that can really shapeshift are the druids so uh what what did you do to him what did i do to what to the what druids mom well this wine is a commodity at a certain point people get tired of paying for it and it feels like it should be a right that is bestowed upon them So you you practice your you practice druidcraft yourself? No, 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 no. Then how are you able to do that? Long time ago. So you left the circle. No, we are we are not druids. We are. Uh, I think you would call them were-ravens. 
We have a uh, certain form of lycanthropy. Gross. That allows us to change forms. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, I mean, so I'm assuming you, everybody here can do that? You're right. Except the little one there. Uh-oh. Makes it a little harder to move around. <clears throat> yeah, so going back to not being able to get a message out, y'all can fucking fly and you didn't send anybody? <laughs> takes kind of a deep breath there everything we have is right over there I don't know if you know how hard it is to walk away from everything you have I mean I've, I've left a very successful business back but you know that's neither here nor there um, what a so we need to get in there. Can you give us any insight aside from going in the back door? That's not a great <laughs> tactical plan. At that point, I'll pop out of invisibility. <laughs> um, uh, so the lower level is all barrels and vats for the most part. Seems to be primarily unoccupied. The upper floor, however, has at least three people and two things in it. There could be more. I can't quite get a full blueprint of the building. I can only get a little bit more than the, the front half of it. Um, but I, I, I think we should expect three or more druids probably not too many more but and i don't know how many of those things are out there in the fields or the the vineyards the rows um but it was a lot yeah i, I counted about 50 on my flyover so i saw about the same number yep Think we can drag most of them out of there? I mean, we could use a distraction. I hear um, a good burn is good for uh, fertilizing the land. <laughs> no, no, that could not. If that was the plan, we could have done that ourselves. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the easiest way to get in there is going to be. Wait, are are we currently, like, where this pink box is? Like, are we north of the, this thing? The house? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you're okay. in that You're in that uh, patch of trees there. So we're not really going to have to go through the the fields or the vineyard. No. No, no. so ta tax trail to the house was relatively clear. 
um, as the vineyards are off to the side there. He didn't come in contact within 120 feet of any uh, any of these creatures out in the out in the vineyard. I mean, it's it's possible if they're being raised up by druids that dispatching the druids will dispatch all the things in the field. It's also possible that maybe not. Well, can we make a mad dash to get inside and just bar the door? I mean, I, I think we could. You could probably do that, although kind of a lot of ways in. There's the big uh, doors that go from the veranda into the uh, the main room, into the fermentation room. Those are big double doors. There's a couple doors to the east and the west and then the back door but you said you were here for something and hey wine what is it Is there a place where wood meets sand on your property? Wood meets sand. What does that mean? Don't know. But what we're looking for is there. We have a... Uh... Glass blower shop in the back. Use sand to make the uh, bottles. I mean, barrels are made out of wood. What does that mean again? We don't know yet. That's why we're here to look at it. Something we seek is hidden in wooden sand. There's a couple barrels back there of sand, yep. There's a back door. Go heads right into that room. Well. Alright, so in we get some rest. In the morning, we go up to the front door. Sounds like the best option. Yeah, I agree. And when the problem is eradicated, we look through your shop. I think that's fair. If we can get our winery back, we could give up some sand. Well, we could take a couple of bottles of wine off your hands as well. We don't have to just settle on sand. We can give some wine too. Seeing that there's any left. 
Well, let's uh, let's get some rest and hit it early in the morning. Maybe we'll catch him off guard. Yeah. I'll post the watch. You see almost everybody minus what would be like the father and the mother, the infant bamps into ravens. They take perch up in the trees. Mother, father, set out some bedrolls. Put one last log on the fire. And begin to, like, tuck their kids in. Get them all settled in. How are you guys doing, watch? <clears throat> I mean, I can take all of it. <laughs> I think after I the last time that Myrna tried to stay up <laughs> and then found out she didn't need to, she's just going to... I'm I'm going to lean up against a tree and kind of just rest my head on my chest and go to sleep. Okay. Tech has it covered. <laughs> we know things now. Um, Bull, Avi? Um, yeah, I'll probably let Tack cover it. <laughs> I'm not going to play the hero. Okay. I think Bull would take his four-hour trance that he needs and then Maybe kind of sit up next to Tack, like whittling okay. a little uh, doll. Okay. So Tack, first two hours, going to go through pretty boring. You hear some of the, the ravens up there kind of getting settled and kind of, you know, every now and then you hear a little peck at a at the tree, munching on some bugs, uh, kind of getting settled. That stops down after hour two. Into hour three and four, with your sight in the um, in the the vine or the vineyard that is closest to you, you see a group, probably eight to ten of those figures, starting to kind of move your way towards the um, towards that uh, section of trees. Behind them is one humanoid. got a, a staff in hand just kind of like poking it into the ground and walking very slowly keeping some distance between the eight that are in front of him but just he's poking it down and then he'll look around just kind of you know taking inventory i immediately cast darkness on the fire and that is going to give a 30 foot radius okay. of complete blackness the fire Still burns, but it sheds no light while okay. darkness is in effect. Um, the magical darkness spreads from point I choose and fills a 15-foot sphere um, for the duration. Uh, spreads around corners. Creatures yeah. with dark vision can't see through it, okay. and non-magical light cannot illuminate it. So if someone wants to cast a light spell, they'll be able to see, but okay. otherwise, you're uh, centered on the fire. Yeah, you're kind of a ways in. So that, that darkness doesn't, like, creep out of the trees at all. 
So I think right. like any moonlight, you know, it's not obstructing any moonlight um, from the vision of uh, those that are walking out in the uh, in the vines. Anything else? Uh, that's it, unless they, okay. depending on how close they get. I mean, if they get within probably 60 feet, I'm going to message all of my people individually. Actually, I'll probably, I will message the parents first um, and tell them to rouse their children and move. And then after that, uh, I will wake, I'll message my companions uh, to, to wake them and, and alert them of the situation. Okay. But if they're if they don't get closer than sixty feet, then I'm not I'm not concerned with okay. them. So as the they're not really again, they're not really there's not a, a rhyme or reason. They're just kind of moving around. But you see the staff that this human is carrying, it has some wisps of smoke coming off the top of it, very thick black smoke. It doesn't go up very high, kind of dissipates before it gets too far up. And he gets to the end of a row where there's a, a bundle of, like, harvested um, vines. And he kind of brings it down. And he throws some of that smoke at this vines. And you hear the crackling of these dried vines kind of manifest into one of these, uh, these twig bundles. And starts to now walk around. And starts moving with the pack, just kind of, like, absorbs into that pack of eight. And they kind of make their way, and they're going like west down that, the outer edge of those uh, on the map on the, uh, the vineyard there. Okay. And you see him do it one more time, a couple rows down. <laughs> a new. Um, can I use an arcane check to see if that is an effect of the staff or a spell that's being cast? Uh, yeah, give me a, be, give me an arcana check. <clears throat> is 23 <laughs> why even set dcs at this point you know <laughs> um you can tell the staff is what is manifesting the magic that is creating these figures um okay. how closely their life is tied to the staff um you're not sure all right well as long as they don't they don't come in, I'm just content to to watch okay. for the time being. Yeah, they get about 10, 15 rows down, and then they make their way back into the vineyard. And you'd lose them after that at that point into the into the darkness. Okay. Um Once I can't see them anymore, I will okay. dissipate the darkness okay. on the on whatever's left of the fire. Hey, Cranky Old Mage just redeemed a re-roll there for anybody that needs it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's at the end of like hour three, four. Uh, at this point, Bull, you would arise. Yeah, I'll just come and plop down uh, next attack. Like, pick up. I'm assuming there's, you know, probably just like a tree limb or something. Something oh, that yeah. he could yeah. whittle. For sure. And start to go to work. I uh, guess it's all quiet on the western front. I don't know where we are. 
they move around at night, but they didn't get close enough to bother waking everybody. Uh, it looks like they have some sort of magic implement that they use to raise the stick and vine creatures. They apparently have been collecting sticks and vines, uh, and then in the night they walk around and animate them, as it were. Huh. So do you, do you think maybe they can only do it a couple times a, a day, a night? Uh, I don't know if it's key to the time of day or time of night or how many times they can do I watched him do it at least three times, and I don't know how many times he may have done it prior to that. But considering there's 50-ish of those things out in the field, I also don't know for certain that he's not raising bundles. Like, I don't know if there's a time limit on them. Like, they expire and collapse back into a heap, and then he has to go yeah. back out. And, and reanimate them, or if he's reanimating new ones. I'm pretty intrigued by the whole process, to be perfectly honest. You know, from an analytical side, it's it's quite interesting. But uh, I I do do feel like uh, breaking that staff is probably. I don't think it's gonna. Well, I don't know if it's gonna br cause them all to deanimate as it were, but it would definitely prevent them from making new ones. No? Yeah. I guess, should we try to sneak in, or do we... I mean, I know they're against burning things, but we do have, you know, a wildfire druid who could probably <laughs> make short work of these. I mean... I don't know if sneaking in is the best idea or gathering as many, like, causing some sort of loud diversion and sitting, you know, bringing them out of the the, the vineyards themselves um, and then setting Avi loose on them to just rack mass destruction on as many as possible. But, yeah, I, I think that'll be a discussion we probably want to bring Avi and Myrna in on in the morning. Fair enough. If we need a distraction, I got a pocket full of badgers that I can unleash. You said a pocket full of badgers? Yes. <laughs> I don't want to know. It's totally fine. And he's been, like, whittling uh, his interpretation of, like, Dr. Fred, and he hands it over to Tech. <laughs> this is for you. Thanks. I I will cherish it forever, and I put it in the pocket. Like, All right, I think you got this side covered. I'm going to go uh, make sure we're not getting snuck up on. All right. And yeah, we'll go to, like, I guess, the north side of camp. couple more hours start to tick out tick away see shortly uh one by one those ravens leave their perch kind of float down bamf back into existence into human form um 
as six hours go by, full rest has taken place. Long rest. Oh, one of those guys drops down. I'm actually, I want to strike a conversation with whoever happens okay. to be closest. Yeah. And I'll just really kind of out of the blue and be like, is it communicable? <laughs> Name's Adrian. Ain't gonna... I'll I'll reach out my hand. <laughs> Arena. Yeah, it is communicable. On touch. Ain't kind of grab your hand. Nah, just kidding. No, well, yeah, it is. I mean, it's kind of genetic in our our line at this point. But uh, I mean, we'd have to do oh. some silly stuff to you. I wasn't necessarily interested in becoming a were-raven. I was just curious if it was genetic only or if you had the ability to drag other people into... Perhaps drag is too strong a word. You don't <laughs> seem to be terribly afflicted by it uh, as as like a werewolf might be. Yeah, we get along. Uh, we get along. I mean, I was it's just... not so bad. But yeah, we can create other were ravens if we uh, so choose uh, but we've we've done a pretty good job of keeping it kind of in the family so to say sure makes sense yeah we kind of I imagine we get a bad rap with the uh, the other half those uh, werewolves right we're a little yeah. different breed different breed and he begins okay. to like Start stoking the fire again and getting uh, the coals up into flame. If he's, if he's stoking a fire up, I'm actually going to get Isaac's arm out of my pack <laughs> um, and Forgot try and clean it up, actually. Uh, I know it was, like, kind of dirty and, charred, like, yeah. had soot marks and char on it yeah. from where it would have been used to shoot flame at yeah. some point. Uh, I just want to kind of clean it up and see if I can figure out how the mechanism works, because as far as we were aware, Isaac was not magically inclined at all. And I'm not super mechanically inclined, but I am curious how he was, you know, okay. causing flame to gout out of it. Uh, That's all I... Okay, yeah, give me... Um... um... What? Give me a, let's just say a straight uh, wisdom, wisdom check as you are kind of looking through it and like yeah. the practicalities of it. My plus zero here. <laughs> uh, oh, and that's a 17. That's a lot better than I thought I was nice. <laughs> going to get. Nice. Um, you are able to get much of the, the, the soot off of it and you, you pinpoint the, the exit point of where the flame would come out. Did you ever see it in action? No. I don't think you ever got to use it. No. Um, so you do find a, a intricately placed clasp. You're able to click that and it opens up and almost like a clamshell. And now you have two sides. You see in there, like inside now is like soot filled. Um, you do see a little handle at the end of it where you would imagine would be the grip for right. the hand. The handle itself, like the grip bar, is very small. But you don't see any other mechanisms in there, any sort of 
uh, a tinkering or um, any sort of kind of creation in there. Okay. So it, I mean, it, what would come to mind is that maybe he did have a little magical influence and he was using this as a way to harness it into a, a beam or a, a solid spray rather than what it would have been sure. without. Okay, cool. But you're able to clean the inside too if you'd like. Yep. Try to get it all polished up. Okay. So uh, we were getting up early, right? Yeah, I think it's it's probably pretty early, like 6 a.m.-ish. By the time you yeah, guys yeah. went to bed, you guys I'll went wake to bed up. fairly early. Uh, so, attack, how'd it go? Get a lot of thinking done? There's plenty of time for thinking and cleaning. and Yeah. Uh, we should probably get Myrna up. She's not awake already and have a bit of a discussion about what we're actually... How can I sleep when you are talking like that? <laughs> Clipping around the metal and all sorts of things. Well, I figured it was about time folks were up anyways. I mean, he was stoking the fire up. At any rate. Uh... Is it dawn? Is it light enough out that it's considered dawn? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Are you asking for your symbol? Yep. Okay. I rolled a six on my D6 and it's D6 plus four, so. Damn. I got back all five charges. Nice. Yeah, that's that's important to keep track of. Yeah, because you use yes, five, yes. five in the battle, and yeah, yep. you get them all back. Nice. nice. Did did those ravens lay any eggs? That we <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no. Did Not having want to eat those eggs anyway. <laughs> no. Those are our children. Um, no, they didn't. But they're all back down now. You see the whole squad down there. Um, the whole murder. Is it murder of raven, or is that just crows, or are they the same thing? Uh, it's it's a murder of crows. It's an unkindness of ravens. <laughs> is yes. that true? Yes. yes. Oh, nice. Murder, murder of crows and unkindness of ravens. Yeah, learn something today, folks. Um, yeah, so you see, but these have been very kind people. Uh, they're all out and about trying to, you know, moving. They move very quietly, very still, very slow, not wanting to uh, drum up a whole lot of noise. But they are out and about and up and moving and, you know. So they have some sort of magic implement they're using to animate the stick creatures. Uh, I can't say for certain that breaking the the implement will cause the stick creatures to collapse, but it would definitely prevent them from making new stick creatures. But the real question is is are we going to draw attempt to draw as many of those stick creatures out into the open and say let mr avi handle them and moss or are we going to try and sneak into the house and try and dispatch who's in there quietly enough that we don't draw the attention of all of these things that are out in the field i mean either way we would probably have to deal with these declatures. I mean, it's just a matter of do we attack them intentionally or do we attract them when we go to try to kill things stealthily? And with this, I'll look at Avi and Bull. Well, I kind of like tax idea, to be honest. Um, Here's my plan. It's well thought out. I will run out into the field. 
I love this all over Attract <laughs> as many as possible. And then I will turn into the hawk again. Unturn into the hawk, so turn back into normal. Fireball from above, turn back into the hawk and fly away. A genius. So... Is, it, is this little thing so called gravity? Uh, you're not worried about plummeting down into. Them? It takes a, only a second to cast it. So then you, but then you turn and you. Uh, and then you. And, and you will not be getting vines when you do this. <laughs> I mean. There's no foolproof plant. I mean, the only the major flaw I find with the plan of drawing them out ahead of time, not with Avi's interpretation, which I'm behind 100%. If we want to go with this route, I, I fully support the dive bombing fireball. Um, my only concern is is that is also probably going to draw the attention of the druids. Um, exactly. And well, you'll already be inside, and then I'll. Phew. So, so we're gonna do a two-pronged approach, <laughs> then where the rest of us sneak into the house while you gather stuff in the field, and then it's our job to kill the druids before they get out of hand and murder you outside. You know, when we talked earlier about if there were ways that I can escape, yeah. I'm not worried about myself. I just want to point out one thing. They are druids. Which means that your method of escape, they probably have some very similar, which means that we can't catch them if they decide to go after you. As long as you're okay with that, I'm totally fine with it. But if the thing turns into a raven and decides to chase you down, I got nothing for Like, I can't... I can't help you. I, I got line of sight and about 120 feet maximum <laughs> range on stuff. Right. Tack, Bull, and I are going to go up to the building, draw the attention of the towards... Perhaps if we are lucky, we will be stealthy. Perhaps... I look at your armor, perhaps. I, I just I just nod because that's what I was getting at, and for once, Myrna's making a joke at her own expense. Um, and then you will cause some sort of commotion out in the field, causing the stick clitters to come after you. Okay. It so what happens if you do don't get them all in one big whoosh, and whoosh. Well, um, I mean... Do you have a plan C? can cast it twice. I can send out the Badger Brigade to maybe... <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, but I'm... What? Badger Brigade, that's the, the, the band of badgers that I've been <laughs> trying to teach how to, you know... Uh, perform Hamlet, but so far it's, it, you know, it's limited, but I could, they can attack. 
I just look around. What badges? What are you talking about? Well, I mean, I can't bring them out right now unless we we're going to do this in the next, like, hour. I've got an hour with badges. I'm going to look at tech. And you are in support of this, including the band of badges? You got something else? Hit me with it. Otherwise... I kind of, like, bite my bottom lip. <laughs> All right, let's do this. There's, there's not enough water here <laughs> for any of my other plans, so... <laughs> um, does it have to be, like, straight-up water, or... Uh, how much water? There was a well um, outside well, of the, uh, the building. Well, not, not going to do a whole lot okay. for, uh, I don't think, let's see... Um, yeah, no, nothing, nothing, nothing that's going to help there. Okay. Um, it's Mark. Uh, where would you like me? Tack, do you want me to stick with you? God, is Mark was here. I know. I forget. Yeah, he should, he should definitely come with us into the, into the building. All right, so... summoning stuff, though, I am searching bodies for crystal vials. One of these fools got to have one. <laughs> um, so, plan is... Everybody but Avi is going to go run into the house, the winery. Well, stealth. Stealth in. Attempt. Avi, Perhaps. you're going to run distraction, try to get as much of the twig folks... To run towards you. How how are you doing that? What is what is going to be your distraction? So okay, set the scene as I'm as we're in this thicket of trees. Where is the most clustered group of them? Are they all in clusters of like eight? Or... Um, they're in clusters of like five to six. Sometimes eight. It depends. Mostly smaller, like five, five or six. Um, okay. And there seems to be about five or six groups of that many. And they're they're kind of all about. Uh, they don't go too deep south, but they do. They more stick around the uh, the winery itself. Whoa, hey, so many games. Thank you for the raid. Pew, yeah, pew, 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 you. 13 uh, of you. Thank okay. you. Appreciate it. So the, the raiders welcome. You have just... Enter the going terrible down. plan zone, and there's one gonna of be... us may die. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be a fireball dive bomb happening. Maybe uh, uh, we we yeah, don't know it's yet. Going to be amazing. <laughs> so okay, I have one other thought. Okay, I'm all ears. Because do we just want to try and talk to him? No, <laughs> not the stick things, but like the druids, and just be like, "Hey, how about y'all vacate the premises?" <laughs> I feel like anybody who has, um, like an army of dogs or stick figures probably isn't going to be keen on talking. Well, I'll, I'll go try and talk to one group of these real quick. Um, so on the map, I put little X's where the groups of five or six of them are. Uh, okay. they're, they're two kind of to the west of the winery, 
two to the south, uh, and there's one two to the uh, to the which would be east. If I'm uh, uh, so, what I'm gonna do? Doing directions. I'm gonna correctly. go. I'm gonna go left. Okay. And I'm gonna go to the first group. Okay. Before you go, Bull's gonna say, "Hey, this is a great idea. I've been good up and Bardic Inspiration." And hey, thanks, buddy. There is a reroll in chat. So uh, for those, <laughs> those that just came in, if you have channel points, uh, you can spend those to help them out. There are going to be some rolls coming up. So you can spend those channel points to buy rerolls, advantage, add a D4, all the good stuff. Um, <laughs> we'll see if they need it. Okay. Everybody else is moving stealthily to the winery. Yep. Okay, everybody give me stealth checks, including Ismark, because he's a character in the game. Oh, what's his dex? Look at my... Eh, it doesn't matter. Uh, not good, but I mean, okay. it's a it's a group check, so... Yeah, that's not metagame here, Bull. But, yeah, Bull, before we'll attack uh, mana, uh, you know, this has always been a pleasure, and, you, you know, y'all are great, and boom, double art bardic inspiration, you each get one. Yeah. What is that? A D eight? Yes. Well, I'll go ahead and add that to my roll because it was not a fantastic roll that I made. Oh, that's Thank you, twenty with my D eight for my stealth check. Nice. So twenty. This mark got yeah. a ten. Fifteen. Fifteen. I got a thirteen with my bardic inspiration. Thirteen. And a ten. Okay. Hey, it's the, it's that it's that chainmail armor. I man. like it. I like yeah, it. Um, <laughs> and I'm a like what six foot tall dragonborn, so it's like doing the T Rex tiptoe. Yeah, thing. yeah. You Great. are you're being helped out by those around you for sure in this in this moment. All right, so you all are making your way, making my way down. Um, you're making your way towards the uh, the winery stealthily. Ismark is there with you. Avi, we're gonna have you do your thing first. Oh my god! Uh, because it's gonna it's gonna make noise, right? That's the uh, we yeah. You got to have the uh, the distraction go off first before. So so as I approach this first group, I'm not gonna be quiet. What are what is their reaction to me? Are you you in human form just running out into the? Well, I'm walking slowly, like. Okay. He's walking here. Hey. Walking here. Hey. Um, those, <laughs> those groups definitely see you, and they almost like zombie-like. And then they're they're uh, kind of crackly vines. There's no joints in them, so they're when they move and they do crack a little bit. You see a couple snap, but just they keep moving. Uh, and they are going to move towards you. Do they look friendly or? Uh, no, they do not look friendly. So, <laughs> as soon to... as one gets in within 120 feet of me, okay. I'm gonna fire three bolts of scorching ray okay. straight at that one. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna treat them like groups of of six, so they're all gonna kind of like do the same thing together. We're gonna go modified mass combat here. Uh, yeah, I, um, I don't want to roll 30 initiatives for <laughs> twig blights. Um, so they're kind of moving in groups of six. You have two groups of six that are within 120 feet of you at this point. And you see the two that are behind the winery kind of all raise up and start moving that way as well. So, I, yeah, I want to fire the, the first. Sh so that second second level. Okay. 
into the first group. Okay. Um, Go ahead. So that's a nat 20 plus six, and then a 16. Ooh, and then a crit fail. Okay. So the nat 20 hits and the 16 hits. Okay. Can I retcon that I. No, never mind. I can't do that. Disregard. I will not allow it. Will not allow it. (laughs) Okay, so the first one is uh, six plus six, so 12 for the first bolt that comes out. Okay. And then a 10 for the second bolt. Okay. So we're 24 total. Okay. And did you double the first one? Yeah. Because it was a crit? Okay. 24 total. Comes in and it catches it. the first one, that crit, blows right through the first one and hits the one behind him. Both of them crinkle and fall down to the ground. Okay. The second one it hits knocks him in half, but he's still alive and kind of moving towards you. So what I'm going to do then is so instantly turn into a hawk. Okay. And fly at about 30 feet. Okay. Slowly enough. So I'm not like directly above them, but I'm farther, far enough away that they're kind of, I'm kiting them to where the other group is. Okay. So the other group, you see this happening. Are you making your break like stealthily? Like this is when you would start or would you have already been on your way? I think they would have been on our way. Yeah. Okay. Um, so as that happens, the other groups, the two that are on the east kind of get behind, and the two that two groups that were behind are now coming towards uh, you, Avi. Everybody okay. else, you are making your way to the front. You are now probably 120 feet outside of the uh, the front of the house. And you see a mass of these twig creatures starting to gather on that, uh, what would be your right-hand side. Have they noticed us or no? They don't see you. They're, they're, all the focus is on Avi um, throwing uh, scorching rays over there. <clears throat> I think we're going to be dashing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you guys make another 60 Press feet. Closer, so you're we we've closed that distance down. You're 60 feet outside of the um, the the vineyard, the winery. Avi, what would you like to do now? Um, so I want to stay like 30, 40 feet in the air, okay, and just try and get all of these grouped up as best as possible. Yeah, you kind of you do a couple circles, getting up, getting some altitude, and as you get higher, you just see the masses of them all coming together. And they're all like getting, you know, very zombie-like, getting underneath where you are now up. And they're all kind of just reaching up and around. Once I have like a good number, so like a majority of them, okay. I'm going to fly straight up from <laughs> about 100 feet. And then I'm going to wild shape back into normal. Okay. Cast fireball straight down. Okay. And then wild shape back into a hawk. All right. I know it's a lot for combat and I know. No, no, we're, yeah, we're, again, I don't want to roll 30. We're in high concept now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's a deck save, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so there are four groups. They're all going to, I'm going to roll 1d20 for each group. So each group counts, gets one save. You can also add that bardic inspiration to spell damage. 
Ooh, not good. <laughs> a natural five, a natural three, a natural eight, and a natural 11. Wow. Um, and they're only plus one, so the highest would be 12. What is the bardic inspiration? D8. So I assume they all fail. The highest was yeah. a 12. Uh, yeah, so 47 points of damage straight <laughs> straight to them. Yeah, you obliterate the entire group. Uh, just, is there any left? Not in that. There are two groups of six that are behind the, the winery that are making their way, but those first four groups are just gone. Um, some damage to the, the vineyard, but a majority of those groups are gone. Okay. Um, I'm going to start flying over to the other group. Okay. Um, clear that up a little bit. Yeah, we'll say they've made their way. Uh, they're kind of like off the corner of the building now. Everybody else, you make it into the building. Uh, let's move you. We got we got a we got a battle map. Battle map. <laughs> we'll move uh we'll move our viewers as well. Going to battle map stations. <laughs> um so let me reveal some here. Reveal. Reveal. So you should see kind of in the middle of this map, you should see some stuff. Okay. Maybe. Um, so yeah, you see that there is a second story just again, as a reminder. Um, so yeah, you guys are approaching the front steps of this. There is an open kind of veranda there that, um, you can see has three kind of what would be the, the Lucille ball, uh, grape stomping barrels. Um, you guys can reenact that later after you deal with the druids, if you'd like. Um, but you see that you see the big double doors that, um, uh, the, the gentleman was talking about, you do see an entrance over here off to the side. You see a well over there as well as an outhouse. Um, further down the building, you see kind of an opening. I'll reveal a little bit more there. You see kind of an opening. Um, might be a loading dock or something. And then the stables are on that far side. So you can drag your tokens onto the map if you'd like. Put you there. Put his mark out there so we're not confused about his presence. <laughs> it's my can you hear me now? Um, I'm going to give you all. I think at this point, let's roll initiative just so we're acting. But you guys will get the group that's heading into the house, you'll get one more free move, and then uh, and then we'll go back to Avi. Mirna with a 10. Better than last session's two. Yeah. Yeah, you were at the bottom. That was a bummer why, deal. Why doesn't my character sheet not load? Uh, Avi with a, t with a 10. All of the other tabs load, but I can't load. Being, uh, I don't have character. I don't have a character sheet anymore. Being fussy, huh? I got I got yours. Is your is your character sheet in D or in Roll Twenty up to speed? Well no, that's what I'm saying. Like I can open the character sheet and I have my bio and info tab that's got my token on it. 
the attribute and abilities tab that has all of the weird math stuff yeah. that you can adjust. But the character sheet tab just opens to nothing. Oh, I, I can see just, it. I think must be in. Blank. Your end. I'll, I'll roll it for you. Get you in. That's there. Fine. You rolled a 19. Awesome. It's <laughs> probably better than I would have rolled anyway. Um, so we have everybody in there. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Um, so you know there are druids in here, so I don't need to hide them. Uh, don't forget Cass. Oh, yeah. Uh, he could be guarding the... Yeah, I've kind of nerfed some stuff, so I'm, I'm thinking we can leave Cass out of it. Um, he, can, he can hang out with the... Yeah, yeah. If the we, were if, guard the children, got it. If you're all okay with that. Very Cass thing to do. There's one less thing I gotta, gotta deal with. But we'll make Ismark... You don't want to have to worry about remembering Cass and Ismark <laughs> know, and the bad guys? I mean... Um, all the things. Just do... All the things? I mean, DMs out there know, right? Sometimes. Uh, all right. So there we go. So we'll give you uh, outside of this building um, one more free action, and then we'll go into uh, initiative. I want to draw by Warhammer. Okay. Is there a, a door that we want to go in? We've got, um, looks like loading docks and then something over yonder. Yeah, there's a couple there. There's the loading docks. There's a single door here, double doors here, and then uh, uh, stairways up to a side door there. I'm going to go for the not? double doors, I suppose. Govern all ground. Potentially. Okay. I'll go in the side door because it gets close to the area with the double doors, so... My brain says yeah. that they probably open up to the same room. Yeah, and Tack, you've—I mean, I don't. We can you can give me an intelligence check um, to see how well you remember what you saw. But sure, I mean, you're pretty. Twenty-two. That's a natural twenty. Yeah, you know that it opens up into that big. Uh, you remember that <clears throat> it opens up into that big um, yeah. fermentation room. Okay, yeah, I'm going to, I mean, I'll move to, if I can get through the door to the other side with my 30 okay. feet of movement, yeah. that's my plan. Yeah, do it. And then Mirna, you're coming in that way. You got to show me what the other side of the door is. Do I? I, what I, I mean, you ain't got it, but I don't know what's on the other side. I don't want to put myself in someone else's token, as yeah. it were. You can't just do that. Um, there we go. There you go. Uh, Mirna, you come into a, a smaller room. Um, both doors are open, and you see you see Tack come in and bowl right behind him on the other side. Um, the big the big room that you are in there is the fermentation room. Uh, there are many vats, many many vats. Um, a rich smell of fermenting wine fills this large two story chamber, uh, dominated by four enormous wooden casks. Each one is eight feet wide and about twelve feet tall. Uh, there are wooden, there's a wooden staircase that goes up in the center. And as you come in there and you kind of uh, get a, assess the area, you do see a druid standing up on a balcony that is um, right here, maybe right here. Come on. Right here. He's about right there on the second floor. Uh, and he's kind of caught off guard as you burst in. 
Um, stacked against the wall underneath the balcony are old empty barrels with the Wizard of Wines burned on their sides. The balcony climbs another five feet as it continues along the west and east walls, ending at doors leading to the winery's upper level. Underneath these side balconies are several doors, some of which hang open. Beneath the sloping roof stretch thick rafters upon which scores of... Uh, there are some uh, ravens that are up there perched around, um, and they're watching with great interest. Um, the balcony is creaking as you do see that wild-looking figure hunched over um, kind of the railing now. They've caught eyes of, on you. Um, there was the room you're in, Myrna. Has. That is a storage room. Bear hooks line the walls of the storage room. Shelves to the south hold several pairs of stained wooden sandals with oversized soles. Both the doors to this room hang open. The one to the west is fitted with iron brackets and leads outside. Lying on the floor next to it is a, is a five-foot-long wooden beam. That's weird. Anyway. Uh, Ismark's going to come in here with Bolt. All right, Avi. What you got for your finale there? You got two groups that are now kind of off the corner. So if we're looking at this map, they are off this corner, um, kind of moving that way towards you. Um, how how close are they? Uh, we'll say, you know, if you were on the ground, they'd be 60 feet away from you. How close are they together? Oh, they're pretty tight. Yeah, they just kind of like merge together and they move in this one pack. All right. So, so the two the two groups are now c together. I'm out of bone. I'm out of wild shapes. But what I'm gonna do? <laughs> are you? Did you wild shape back in? Yeah. After you cast. Okay. So you are, hawk. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna wild shape, third level fireball instead of fourth this time. Okay. And just eat eat the damage falling to the ground. Okay. <laughs> All right. How high up are you? Uh, about. 50 feet i think is okay. adequate all right so we'll say you're you're kind of coming down at an angle to them we'll say you cast it at about 40 feet and then so they're going to make deck saves yeah um nope that's a five and an eight not rolling well tonight so a total of the highest would have been a nine 31. Yeah, you're going to light all of them up again, kind of scorching an area of the vineyard itself. Uh, but you are going to fall, so that is a D6 for every 10 feet. So we said yeah. 40. 50. I, I gave you 5. Okay, that's fine. Um, so you're going to take 10 points of bludgeoning damage. I rolled fairly poorly. Uh, pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Uh, so, But you utilized some high spells. Took a little damage. We'll, Combat we'll... Out of it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you kind of land and <laughs> skid roll, uh, skid roll, skid roll. Not New a bad name. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll end up there. <laughs> Thinking of a Sebastian Bach pun name, but I can't. Um, it's too late. So where on the map <laughs> would I put myself? Um, let's we'll put you like right in the the we'll put you on the battle map that we're on right here in that corner. Okay, and I'll reveal some of this back area for you. Maybe. Sometimes my mouse just doesn't want to let Do it click. 
yeah, it's just like, no, you didn't actually click. Um, you see the uh, an outbuilding here in the back, big chimney smokestack in that, that corner uh, closest to you. You see kind of a, a rounded turret style uh, column there in the back corner. Um, and at this point, we will go into initiative. Um, tack, you're up first. I will reveal some of the upstairs so that you can see um, that druid. Guess you get all of that. So if you if you scroll up just a little bit, you can see the uh, oh the, bal the uh -huh. balcony. Uh -huh. like yeah, so those vats are. If you're up in the upper map, you can see those vats, and then you see that one druid up there, uh, kind of peering over, kind of wild eyed, kind of uh, kind of looking a little tipsy, but still like <sighs> freaking out that you are. There are people in here that are not of his party. Oh well. I think it's just kind of late for diplomacy, so I'm just going to blast him. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> that is. I mean, is it though? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. So that is a 22 and an 18. <laughs> yeah, both. Let me double check. Yep, both those hit. For a grand total of 12 points of force damage. Nice. Um, and I don't feel like he's in a position. Yeah, I can't push him anywhere, so it's fine. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just the force of them hitting. He's kind of like hanging on to the rail, and he gets back over. Um, and you, you see him start to like conjure up some magic in his hands. Okay, and then I'm going to move... Wow, there were some crummy initiative rolls outside of yours, Tack. It goes from 19 to 10. Uh, Avi. <laughs> I'm going to take myself up the stairs here with my movement. Okay. Uh, yeah. So now you're up on that balcony. Um, yeah. Um, Avi. Yeah, no, I'm just going to sprint okay. uh, to Mirna and be like, well, plan works. <laughs> Distraction done. They're all gone. Did we find anything in here yet? <laughs> no, okay. okay. Uh, Mirna must be dealing with doggy snores. No, dealing with cat <laughs> that has now decided it is time to scream. I have very vocal animals. That's all right. We we enjoy that. See? Um. So did you, Avi, did you use your dash? Yeah, no, I'm. Okay. I'm all right. So that leads us to Mirna. Uh, your act. I would say you saw through your open door, you saw attack, uh, throw up a couple Eldritch Blast. Can I help you? Hi. Hi. Hello. Um, okay. <laughs> the most flattering end. All right. All right. Um, okay. So I will gooch into the room. Okay. I have 10 feet. Um, noticing the people on the balcony, um, I probably would like to point at, since I can never remember how to ping this. Um, the icon 
second in from the left. That one, yeah, that one. Thank you. I can never remember <laughs> ping. I can remember everything else, just not pinging. Um, I would like to point at them. Okay. And try and cast Toll the Dead. Ooh. So they have to make a wisdom saving throw. Nice. That is a 11. It fails, so it's going to take 1d8 necrotic. Oof. I take that back, 2d8. Mm. Upgrade. Should be, be d12, Verna. If I hit the target that one. is missing any. Oh, you hit that one? Yeah. I thought That's yeah. the only one there. Oh. Right, yeah, there's only one. Up there. I'm sorry, I thought you hit one of the other ones. My bad. The other ones are uh, like ravens that are just perched up in the rafters, um, looking down at you. Okay, all right, my bad. Um, so that'll be ten points of necrotic damage for that one. Then. Okay. Yeah, he's looking uh, real rough. Action, movement. Um. You know what? I'm just going to hang out here. Why okay. not? Okay. Yeah, you just see him as he's like holding on, uh, recovering from those Eldritch Blasts, releases just like covering his ears as you're told the dead comes in. Um, and he, he he has to kind of like put on hold his, uh, his spell components that he was going through. Uh, that makes it his turn now. Holy moly. Let's see here. Running spellcasters. How close are you, Tack? How close are you? Nope. He's going to move a little bit closer to you. And he's going to go uh, Thunder Wave. Do, do, do. So I need a constitution saving throw from you. That is a 10. My luck runs out. Oh, man. I was thinking, dude, their DC is so low, they're not going to get anything. Uh, but no, you fail. You fail. Uh, so you're going to take some thunder. Uh, you take nine points of thunder damage, and you are pushed 10 feet uh, along this, um, this uh, catwalk. And he is going to then go, so use five. He's going to go 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And he's, he just gets up to these stairs that go up another five feet into uh, another room. Uh, and he seems to be running away. Mirna, you can, you can track him moving across. Uh, that leads us to Bolt. Uh, Bolt's going to move into this space a little bit. Okay. Uh, let me grab my token actually see this person running away and casts slow and he's just going to go ahead and try to hit the crow as well okay so both of these whatever these things are and that is a sorry sorry teen wisdom save oh getting better that's a 16 plus two so 18 total on the slow. Yeah, that's uh, 
That'll save. And that was for the crows, right? Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me roll. <laughs> that was for the druid. Uh, that's a 14, so 15 total on the, yeah, the that, raven. Yeah, that'll, that'll save too. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I guess that's all, uh, that's all he's going to do. <laughs> Not today, my friend. Um, let's see here. Got to roll some perception checks behind doors. Um, that's one. You hear some, some broken common coming from upstairs somewhere. Um, very like horse sounding. Um, but that's it. Uh, that leads us to Ismark. He is going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Gets him to the stairs. 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. He's dashing. Um, he is quite attractive. He is attractive. Ba-ba. He is a dashing young man. Uh, Bull, give me a perception check, and um, and Mirna. Dirty twenty. Okay. Uh, that'd be a seventeen. Yeah, both of you hear this. Th- and then, ah, oh, shit! Um, and off to um, over in this direction. Oh, great. Okay. Um, and this dude. Game on. Game on. Tack, your turn. You are upstairs. Um, you can give me that same perception check. See if you hear. I forgot you were, you were not off the map. You were up the stairs. That's an eleven. Uh, yeah, you hear it too. He was he was pretty loud. Pretty there's a lot of oomph in that fall. And that, that sound came from where? Um, to you it would be over in this direction, but like down. It, it it's not on your floor. So over over this way. Yeah. Sorry, I misread. Okay, I, I couldn't tell where you pinged. Sorry, I so, may have pinged down downstairs. Not up. I, I might have been looking at the wrong no, you're good. wrong map. So, okay. Um. One, I may have pinged in the dark. Pinging in the dark. Is exchanging uh, glances. <laughs> just out of curiosity, is is this a wall up here? Um Yeah, so yeah, there's a wall there. There's a door to the to the left. Door to the left. Okay. It goes up the stairs to a, another landing, and then there's a door going to the left, and the same thing on the other side. Okay, in that case, I will just follow up with Eldritch Blast again from where I'm at on that same target. Okay. No, not 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 damage dice. I got to hit first. <laughs> and that is an 11. 11 to hit? Yeah, and a 9 to hit. So I don't think either of those connect. All those good rolls earlier are <laughs> catching up to uh, me. The, the 11 hits. Oh, wow. Well... In that case, <laughs> My... um, that is another five points 
of force damage. And that's enough for him to just, as he's going to reach for the door, you just get him right in the small of his back and push him up to the door. Uh, and he, he's gone. Awesome. Um, these ravens here, I didn't give them initiative, but they're going to move over after they got, you know, Eldritch Blast flying over there and some spells coming at them. They're just moving well, to, like, the center. Uh, Avi. I'm going to move myself over to in front of this door. The last part of my, my, my action there. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm going to just kind of try and cruise in here. I don't know what how far I can actually get. I don't right. know what. Uh, and then I'm going to cast Cure Wounds at second level okay. on myself. So it's a 2d8 plus 3. And that's all I got. Okay. Uh, Mirna? All right. Um, I am going to head towards where the... Da, da, da. There we go. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Head closer to... The... Is there anything that I can see? Like, there's not windows or anything... Right. This is all I'm guessing in case. Yeah, this is all enclosed uh, stonework. Um, you're next to some bigger double doors. Right next to you, you see a uh, a door in front of you, and then further to the right of that far wall, there are some double doors that are open. Um, down in that area. I hate being slow. <laughs> um, I can dash though, right? Yeah. And get through. Right. Yeah, it would be in action. Then I want to do that. Okay. Uh, does that get you to right there? I mean, yeah. you can't really see. <laughs> Let me reveal that for I, you. I know it's less than what I need, but okay. I can't see where I am, so I'm just going to stick myself there. <laughs> gotcha. All right. You see, uh, peeking around that corner, you see another humanoid uh, figure kind of, kind of like dusting himself off, um, getting uh, composed. Uh, bull. Cool. As straight ahead, um, I guess this way is this is this a window here? No, that's a that's a door. Is it open? No, that one is closed. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, he will, I think this is like 30 feet. Uh, yeah, I guess he can dash as well and get right behind Myrna. Okay. Like, yeah, I, I got you back. Okay. Anything else, Well, I think that's everything I can do. And you're, behind you is a spiral staircase that goes up. And, yeah, just up. Tantalizing. Mm. Let's see. Bursting through this door is this tall, much taller than the, the, the twig figures, figures that were outside and much more fresh and has more of a fluid movement, a little more quiet when they, they walk, but <laughs> comes banging out of that door. 10, 15, 20. He's going to attack Eastmark. Um, let's see. Is that an Urukai? I don't know what that means. From the popular Lord of the Rings movie? 
meats back on the menu, boys. Why are you the way? <laughs> oh, that's a 17 to hit. Mm. Natural 17. So hits. He's going to take 2d6. Oh, eight. He's taking damage, guys. Ismark starts to uh, groan a little bit. And he's got to... Ooh, he's going to make a save. Holy moly. Oh, shit. Um, you see as this... Uh, who's up there? That's what I should... I think it's just me. Yeah, so as you... Staring across this, this balcony, you see Ismark take a punch, and then all of a sudden these vines just start to wrap around him and constrict, and you see him just kind of get all uh, pulled in tight there. Uh, it's his turn. Ismark! You! <laughs> what were you doing? Uh, he's got to make a save to get out of there as he is restrained. Uh, yeah, he escapes. He's he's able to just kind of get his sword up and out and then slice down and all these vines uh, fall down in front of him. But that was his action to do so. Do, do, do. This one pops his head down and sees the both of you, um, Myrna and, and uh, Bull. Uh, he's going to make a, a ranged spell attack. He starts to conjure up this fire and he, and he kind of floats it your way. Uh, that's an 18, 22 to hit. What is this? It's a little, uh, not a fireball. <laughs> it's more of the bolt style. Uh, you That's take cantrip level, bro. <laughs> you take <laughs> what a loser. Um, you take eight points of fire damage, Mirna. Eight points, you said. Yes. Okay. Uh, let me see. Da, da, da. And so, firebolt. It, it lights up the fire, the feet around you, and the flame is still staying right there within that area. So it's not, it didn't hit and dissipate, it's staying right there. Okay. Um, 5, 10, 15. Uh, this one is close to, close enough uh, in range of Ismark. He's going to make an attack as well. Nope, that one's going to miss. Attack, back to you. You see two of those viney figures across the way um, engulfing, trying to engulf Ismark. Oh, God. <laughs> He's always getting in trouble. I thought this guy was supposed to be like our savior and help us defeat Strahd, and instead we're well, saving him like every combat. He did break uh, through. <laughs> give, him, give him time. He's got to grow a little bit. <laughs> he's, yeah, on, he's on his own really journey too. Positioning here for uh, there. There is a reroll in the uh, the chat. Let's. I don't think we've used that one yet. So if uh, you know we miss on something, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and just take two eldritch blasts at the one that's directly in front of him. Okay. That is a twenty-three and a twenty to hit. Yeah, both those hit. That is 
that's nine and five, so 14 points of force damage to it. Nice. Yeah, you see just half of it just start to, you see these clumps of vines just start to slump off, and it's almost like half of the size that it once was. Anything else? Um, yeah, actually, I suppose I should do the right thing and bring forth Dr. Fred. <laughs> the doctor. Dr. Fred's going to swing on that same one. Okay. And Dr. Fred can only do cold damage now. That is still a 20 to hit. Yeah, that is. And that is... <laughs> Six cold damage. Yeah. Again, half again. The vines just start to slump off of this thing. Uh, Mirna. You skipped me. Did I? Oh, sorry. I had clicked forward before attack was done. But yeah, you guys are both in the same initiative. So uh, whoever's ready. Mirna, Avi. Go ahead, Avi. Avi, you can see this happening up up above you in the uh, on that catwalk. Yeah, I'm going to, the, the one that's almost dead, I think the one that's directly engaged with Ismark, um, I'm just going to three bolts of Scorching Ray to it. Okay. Uh, it's looking uh, pretty weak. Um, maybe maybe I'll do, I don't know, like, okay. I'll do two and one. Two to one, two okay. to the one, and then one to the other. Okay. Uh, that's a nine. That miss. 16. Hit. And that's both of those to the one. Okay. And then 23 to the other. Yep, the last two hit. First one catches the post that is uh, creating the railing, kind of blast it out of the way, making room for your second and third one to come up there and make contact. Nine to the first one. And then three to the second one. Jeez. Yeah, that first one, just all these vines just slump off. And it falls now this big pile of vines at the bottom uh, at the feet of Ismark. Anything else, Avi? No, I'm good. All right. Mirna. Okay. Um, first thing I would like to do is I'd like to heft my Warhammer and this like glowing light comes over it and I am casting magic weapon on my Warhammer as my bonus okay. action. And then I would also like to flip my concentration token so that I remember I'm concentrating on the spell. Um You are, want... your feet are engulfed in fire at this moment. Yes. Just as a reminder. Yes. Um, can I move out of the fire? Like, yes, is that course. next block? Okay. Yes. Then I would like to do that. Okay. And this person is above me? No, that he's like right, you're right in front of him. Oh, well, then in that case, I'm just going <laughs> to smack him. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Um, okay. Does a 19 hit? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, you, you see that this one has some, like, pieces of bark that have grown onto his uh, leather armor. But, yeah, it still hits. That's fine. I mean, they they do their own thing. That's fine. Um, let's see. Um, That'll be 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Nice. Yeah, it takes a big chunk of that bark armor, just starts to crackle and fall away. And you can see him, like, starting to 
crawl back seeing the size of your Warhammer. Uh, anything else, Myrna? I know that'll be it for me. All right. Uh, Bull, right behind Myrna, there is a kind of a, a spot of fire, spot of fire uh, in front of you. Uh, seeing Myrna strike this thing, uh, he's going to go ahead and toll the dead himself. So that'll be a wisdom save of 14. Ooh. Wisdom? Yes. It's a 13. Got him. Cool. Uh, They're fairly wise, but not wise. Not quite wise enough. Oh, poop. Oh, that's only four damage of necrotic damage. I mean, it hurt his feelings. Well, I feel like you should be able to (laughs) add your spell modifier to that. No? Come on. Did you get double, double, you roll both dice? Yeah, it should be because you're it's a cantrip past so level it, five. It yeah. it oh yes, I am five. Yes, yes. Oh, that's an eight. So what did I say before? So another eight points. Oh, I already, yeah, I minus the I first know. one. Another eight. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, that's better. That's better sounding. Is that <clears> it, Bull? Um, how's how's it looking? How are they looking? Uh, they look rough. Okay. Is it? Um. Man, I think you got this, and he's going to ascend the spiral uh, ramp. Those don't really look like stairs, but... Uh, yeah, it's kind of like uh, you can see a bunch of uh, worn on the... Uh, wearing on the, uh, the the path, like barrels would roll down here. Oh. I mean, is it going to... Can he run up there, or is it like a difficult like? No, you can... Yeah, no, it's not... So steep that you couldn't run up it. Okay. He's like, Man, I think you got this. And then I'll just like, I'll <laughs> <laughs> start running up the stairs. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, I was getting, map was throwing me off. Uh, yeah, so you're able to then run up the stairs. And you see, it just comes up to another hallway that opens up. Uh, I mean, I think that'll be everything. Okay. Well, maybe a little bonus action. He'll do a healing uh, word on Myrna. What does that look like? Sorry, I think that's just 1d4 plus whatever. Yes. Uh, That's seven points of healing for Myrna. That is everything. All right. Um, Myrna, coming uh, over over the shoulders of this druid in front of you, you can see another druid flop down and kind of hit on those barrels. And now there's another one down below uh, standing on this cart that has three wine barrels loaded in it. Um, and they are going to cast... Uh, entangle. So I need you, Mirna, to give me a strength save. Let me make sure I'm reading that right. Do do do. A creature within the area when you cast a spell must succeed a strength saving throw or be restrained. Six. 
Does it hit their other druid friend too? He's casting it behind, so it's going to get that doorway and the the uh, all of that right there. I tried, guys. <laughs> That'll be sixteen. Uh, yeah, you are not entangled, uh, but there are like these vines starting to come up and grow all around you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's Mark's turn. He's going to move forward. And he is going to. Um, he's going to take two longsword attacks, double handed. Both those hit a natural fourteen and a and a twelve with the modifier. He gets there. Two handed is a D ten. So it's going to be two D ten. Ooh, one of those is a ten and a six. That's sixteen. Doing math to myself, plus another six. That is whew, 24 points of damage on that viney dude. Damn, it's Mark. Oh, that's a one-shot kill. Uh, just well, cuts this uh, in, in twain. <laughs> Stole that from Billy Zed. Uh, he <laughs> says twain a lot. Uh, yeah, and he kind of looks over at you, uh, Tack, like, got... Got one. Uh, this one is going to 15, 20, move out here, and he is going to cast that fire um, spell again. Produce flame. whoop de doo da day because these are kind of low-level druids. Um, nope, that's a natural one. You're good, Mirna. <laughs> Tack, we are back to you. Um... Well, I'm pretty sure all the action is downstairs at this juncture. Yeah, but, you heard uh, some stuff going off. You heard that that thump and a grunt behind you. Uh, oops, I'm off. I'm going to move to up here. Okay. Yeah, this opens up into a... There's a, a big crane here that um, seemingly lowers some wine barrels down as well. Can I, and then can I see this dude here? Um. Yeah, you can see that dude right below you. Yep. Oh yeah, he's he's getting it. <laughs> Dome him. Um, and that one hasn't been. I don't know. He so. is. Yeah, I will. Eldritch blast. Okay. That is a twelve and a twenty. The uh, twenty hits. As you can see, he's got like bark, shoulder pads, and kind of armor. Uh, he casts okay. bark skin. That is six points of force damage. Okay. And I will actually summon Dr. Fred down there. Okay. Probably need to delete my other. And it is also going to. Oh, I probably can't put it. Where do you want it? There. I, I'll put it right there on top of the cart. Yeah, that's fine. Probably based on where I'm standing about where I could see. So, And he will slap at that individual. Yep. And that is a 14 to hit. That does not hit. Okay. Again, the brunt of that Barky slap skin. is taken on by the bark skin. Uh, Avi? Uh, yeah, so... I mean, I can hear all this happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to run. I can make it to the door. Uh, okay. Uh, I guess action to open it. Ah, it's free action to interact with an object, I'd say. Okay. You can get it open. Yeah. Um, then I'll just go ahead and... Uh, shit. And you can Third see, level. You, yeah, you can see that druid on Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's four Ooh. rays that come out. Uh, 17. Hit. Eight. Nope. 11. Nope. And 18. Two hits. Uh, Me hitting you. Seven for the first hit. And then seven for the second. So 14 total? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's like, and as he's trying to fight off this tentacle that's in front of him, um, you see just chunks of that bark skin is falling off. Uh, Mirna, you see some scorching rays coming out. You know, Avi's near. And you're not, you are not, (laughs) you are not restrained, so. All right. Um, the druid that is directly ahead of me, I'm going to cast Hold the Dead on okay. that particular druid, so wisdom saving throw, please. That's an 11, plus 2, 13. That fails. Okay. So that is a d12. Ooh, 2d12. 2d12. So. Should be enough. That's He's... another 12 points yeah. he, uh, of necrotic he, damage. He's kind of backing down the stairs and just takes the holds his head and trips and falls off um hitting the ground behind him anything else mirna um i'm still concentrating on the other thing so no i am okay. i'm good for now okay bolt you're up at the top you see uh you see tack in front of you come out and he was doing some yeah some let's see myself tack firing down so bolt yep. run up there look over the edge see somebody directly below yep you can see him and I've got a question for you because this this will probably um, determine things moving forward. I want to misty step down there with okay. my rapier, and would it if I misty step right next to them and like the rapier out? Would the rapier be inside of them, <laughs> <laughs> or would this be an attack roll? What's uh, advantage? <laughs> So it's a bonus action to Misty Step. Is it a bonus action? Is this a... a yeah, rate? it's a bonus action okay. 30 feet. So I think you could use your action to then attack it. I, I I don't know mechanically about having you Misty Step and manifest the sword within them. Um, I think if you pair that with an action, then we can like rule of cool flavor do it. But I, I'm... I'm hesitant to say it's it happens. Just yeah, by yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Just, uh, just double checking. Yeah. Uh, all right, I will roll for an attack. But yeah, you down there. You're next to Doctor Fred. Does a twenty-five hit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. No. All right, well, that, that hit the floor. I, mi- I missed my, my box that I was rolling into. House, um, house rule says it doesn't count. Can I count it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, re-rolling. Oh, I really wish I could have counted it. All right, so that is a four total for P. 
piercing okay. damage. Yeah, he's still standing barely, looking real rough. Um, it's his turn. Uh, they are going to two-handed just kind of try to thump you uh, on the head there, Bull. That's a 19 to hit. Yeah, kind of like... And seven points of bludgeoning. Nah, 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 nah. He's uh -oh. gonna take... What is this? Zero points of damage as Dr. Fred intertwines and involves oh. himself... Um, Dr. Fred. Everybody so, needs a doctor, like Dr. Fred. Guardian Coil. Okay. Um, tentacle of the Deep can defend me and others, interposing itself between them and harm when a creature, myself or a creature I can see, takes damage while within 10 feet of the tentacle. Okay. I can burn a reaction, reduce the damage by a D8, which I reduced it by seven points on my roll. So Nice. That's pretty sweet. So as this druid is like double-handing, going to kind of thump down on your head, as soon as the the staff like gets right to your forehead, you just see this and just like pulls it back away from you. And it's like kind of stuck there. You know, his, his force versus Dr. Fred's force is keeping it uh, from hitting you in the head. Is uh, that the staff? That is the staff. Sorry. I should have been more descriptive there, but that is the staff. Uh, Ismark's turn. He's in five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He gets up to the step attack. Finish him. Uh, Dr. Fred's going to try and slap him. <laughs> uh, first and yeah. foremost. Uh, and Dr. Fred does not. He is too busy wiggling <laughs> on that step. Yeah, he's still that kind of like... The 10 won't hit, no. so we will... Um, yeah, we'll, we'll Eldritch Blast, I think, of my spells. That's... Best likelihood yeah. of he's looking, making the, he's making looking the grade. real weak. There's a 16 and a 20. Ooh, both those hit. That is <laughs> six, seven points of damage. Yeah, that's enough to drop his ass. Uh, yeah, you're able to just kind of, as he's like trying to get his staff away from your tentacle. You just come in and dome him right on the top with this Eldritch Blast, flopping him down on these barrels. How far down is that? Uh, it's 10 feet. I was given... I'll jump down. Yeah, you can jump down for free. I mean, it's 10 feet all the way down, but then onto the barrels, it's, you know, five. Okay, yeah. I'll put down. Yeah, so it's not a, not a big jump. Uh, that gets us out of combat. And I think that's going to end session 21. We're off to see the wizard. It's getting late for uh, some of us. I wanted to make sure that we kind of got through the uh, the combat here. Somebody going to say something before I cut him off? No? Okay. Uh, hey, thank you, everybody, that showed up tonight. Thank you for the raid. So many games. Uh, thank you for the re-roll uh, in there, Cranky. We appreciate it always. Thank you, everybody listening and watching in YouTube and podcast. Uh, if you are on YouTube and podcast, make sure you hit that follow um, or come follow us on Twitch. We'd love to see you live. We are back. We got a we got a little time off. We got some changing in the lineup here. We got Wild Mount wrapped up. Off week for Star Wars. We're back with Star Wars. But I think Star Monday. Wars is yeah not yeah. this Monday but next Monday after uh, you know the Thanksgiving holiday break. Um, so with that being said, hey, have a good break. Take care of yourself. 
We're going to raid a friend. We're going to raid a friend. Uh, Molly can has. We're going to return the favor. Molly can um, has. They, they're playing Sims 4, but they're doing a challenge where they're trying to make 100 babies. It's really interesting. It's We're, in the Sims. Okay. It's, it's kind of funny. Is it okay if we join in on that? Um, yeah. <laughs> as viewers only, voyeurs. But <laughs> so thank well, you, everybody. Yeah. Channel points, you can name the babies. Oh, we already, we already oh yeah, that's fun. This blah, blah, is... Blah. This is a curveball in our, uh, yeah. Hey, well, with that said, thank you, everybody. We appreciate did we you. Did we use that re-roll from Crikey? <laughs> we did not. On? We'll hang on to it. We'll hang on to that re-roll for next time. Somebody let me know. Remind me. But we'll see you all later. <laughs>